You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Renton, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, listeners, you're in for a triple treat today. We've got not one, not two, but three great guests here to talk about doggy fashion, show dogs, and inside grooming secrets to make Fido look fabulous. All right, let's give pause and applause first to Ada Nieves. You know her. She is a certified pet fashion designer, animal talent manager, and pet stylist. She's been on lots of shows, the most recent, some guy named David Letterman. Next up, we have Greg Oler. He is the CEO and president at Oler Media. He's also publisher of Caesar's Way magazine. Yep, the dog whisperer. And Caesar's been a two-time guest on this show. But today, his role, Greg, is chairman of the Free Westminster Gala and Fashion Show. It's set for February 10th in New York City at the Hotel Pennsylvania. It's all about benefiting a great charity, Animal Care and Control of New York City. And last but certainly not least, we have the ever-shy Jorge Pedar. Pender, you've got to say your last name because you say it so well. Come on, Jorge. Benderski. I'm running yeah. Love it, love it, love it. You guys know him. He used his talents on Animal Planet's reality show, Rumor Has It. He's been on the Today Show for NBC, ABC's Nightline. He is a lifelong dog lover who brings out the very, very best in our dogs. He's a celebrity dog groomer. And he's going to share some great grooming secrets today on the show. I told you we've got a great show, but they're going to be unleashing a lot of details about the free Westminster fashion show and much more. But we've got to take a commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our guests are into doggy fashion, 
They make sure those canines strut their stuff on catwalks and much more. So it is great pleasure. I don't need any caffeine today because of the energy we're going to have from these three guests. I want you to please welcome Ada Nieves, Greg Oler, and Jorge Bendersky. you got to do it. I love the R roll. Roll the R. <laughs> Bendersky. Bendersky. Take that, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. <laughs> now, my Spanish is quite limited because I took French in high school. That's dumb. But I just love these guys. Let's start with Greg because he's kind of the top dog for this show. Right, Greg? Oh, I would say Ada is right there with me as top right. dog for this show. She and our, right. she and our co-chairs for the event. Well, let's start with this. How in the heck did Greg meet Ada? It could be a new sitcom. Greg met Ada. <laughs> I was actually, years ago, back in 03, we started planning for a magazine called the New York Dog Magazine. Okay. And I was publisher of that, and we, we launched that in 04. And I would say probably, and Ada, you'll correct me on this, but within a year and a half or so, or within a year of that, because we then launched a Hollywood Dog Magazine on the West Coast, I ran across Ada. And then, as they say, the rest is history. She's been a, a very, very good friend ever since. <laughs> I've gotten Ada involved in numerous projects that I've done. So, and she's always been gracious enough to work with me. So, Well, Ada, you know, what's this guy all about? I mean, why would you say yes to do something with this guy, Greg? Oh, well, you know, Greg is magnificent. This is the first moment we met. And actually, you know, I went for, the, it was like my first photo shoot that I went with Vanilla. And she ended up on the cover of the New York Dog Magazine, which Greg was the publisher and since then, it was like an immediate connection. He just started playing with, you know, words in Spanish. And he, I remember he had Grace, his dog, with him. It was just an immediate connection. And we started to work with him. He started to invite me to more and more things that he was doing. I got involved. And since then, we have become really, really good friends. Uh, you know, he's a person that I admire a lot. He's hardworking. And he's the best friend. He's the best friend. Was what? that the infamous shoot at the Ritz-Carlton on Central Park South? Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> All right, where, got a dish, where, got a dish. What happened? We had a suite because the Ritz-Carlton had a VIP program, Very Important Pooch. And yep. we hired this model to uh, for the photo shoot, and we had this beautiful set design for the cover. Hello, uh, the, cover the Ritz-Carlton. You can imagine how it works. Yes. <laughs> and what happened was out of 150 pictures taken, only two were worthy of the cover. wasn't because of the photographer, but the model didn't particularly like dogs, which we didn't know yes. before the photo oh. shoot. Do you remember that, Ada? Yep. Vanilla was only like five or six months old, and the girl was trembling. <laughs> and she was, she was so scared. And all she was asking, all I mean, for the whole hour that we were taking pictures with Vanilla, all she was asking was if Vanilla was going to bite her, if Vanilla was going to bite her. Vanilla was only a puppy. <laughs> I think Vanilla should have bit her. You know what? We have on our show a groomer and a model that would never snap or snark at a dog. And Jorge, come on. Bring Can on. I sneak in and say the truth about Ada? Because yeah, this, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. this sounds like a lot of flowers between Greg and Ada. Let me tell you, <laughs> New York... New York have got rid of all their gangs, but it's only one gang that is the gang of chihuahuas. That is Ada and her gang of like little chihuahuas dressed as piñatas walking around town. You cannot miss her at an event. I'm just saying like it's not all flowers. You can miss her. She goes from like high fashion to the piñata look. That is just adorable. So the gang of Chihuahuas is all about Ada. 
We have close to 1,000 members in New York City right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot of well, chat. And let me tell you something. I will be forever indebted to Ada and Vanilla because that cover, before we even went to press, was picked up. I did an interview with the New York Times, uh-huh. and that cover was, was published in the New York Times right before we went on sale. And the rest was history. We hit a home run with that magazine, and it was yep. it was with Vanilla on the cover. It was just it was a spectacular cover mm-hmm. for that, and yeah. that, that's what sort of launched, you know, me with Ada and everything else into uh, into the the pet industry. You know what? I'm I'm listening ways. to all three of you guys. Look at we are, and myself included, we are getting to do something that we just love. Love, love. I mean, yeah. I don't care if I have a little doggy hair on my clothes. I feel like I'm doing what I really am most passionate about. And it sounds like all of you are doing this. I mean, Ada, before all of this, I mean, what did you do before? What would be a surprising career people never knew you would do before? <laughs> well, actually, it was an event party planner for children. And it was very easy for me. I just translated to dogs. And I remember the first time I mentioned to my husband, he said, are you crazy? <laughs> I didn't even have a dog by then. But then, you know, I, I got salty my first chihuahua, and, the, and I started doing birthday parties for dogs, and it moved to fashions, and I moved to, you know, it keeps evolving, I think. And, and like you said, I feel like you. I think I'm very lucky to be able to do the things that I do. And to meet amazing people like Greg, Jorge, you, Mark, and so many that I admire so much. And in reality, you guys are the inspiration for me to keep doing this. Well, right back at you. And Greg, I mean, you are a publishing genius. I mean, you are now with uh, the publisher of Caesar's Way. You know, you and I sort of have a media background similarity, but anything surprising in your background, people wouldn't know. They know what kind of a publishing magnet you are now, but I don't know. What did you do that might surprise people way back when? Uh, (laughs) It might surprise you. I actually was, I grew up in publishing. My father was executive vice president of Dell Publishing Doubleday. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up in it as a kid, and I, I, I'll never forget the first lesson I got as a kid about dressing a book rack. And I'm like, what do you mean, Dad, dress a book rack? And he goes, well, see that blue? That's Dell paperback. See the blue spines you know, the, you know, on the pages? Yeah. He goes, look for those and pull out four or five and put them on the competition. So you just call <laughs> dressing a rack. I was seven years old. It's the first lesson I ever learned. I still do it to this day with magazines when I see you know, the clients I've worked with or I'm publishing or Caesar's Way, I will take four or five copies and put them over some of the other competition in the stores I go to. And this is a long, long time ago that I learned that first lesson. But my first real job in publishing was I was publisher of historical magazines. And they oh. became some of the top history magazines in the country. They were like a cross between National Geographic and American Heritage. And um, very, very high-end, upscale demographics and, that, you know, and as publisher, I got to sort of live this dream of doing everything from A to Z, from laying out magazines to, and this is the old school days before, even before desktop publishing. I'm dating right. myself here. And so I learned all those things. And then I just happened to sort of a quirk of fate. I got into, uh, you know, canine dog publishing back in 03. I had a guy wow. come to me. At, uh, my office was in Soho in New York City. And uh, my dog was, uh, it was in a pet-friendly building. I had this dog who's probably about two years old, and, um, and I had a lot of problems with her. She got sick from 9-11, but this guy walked in. I didn't know what it was going to be about, and he came in with this mock-up cover of a dog magazine and said, I got an idea. I don't know how to do it. Can you help me? And I looked at him, and all of a sudden, Gracie, my dog Gracie, 
I looked down at her. She looked up at me, and this is no lie. And we both looked at this guy, John, and went, okay, well, come on, sit down, let's talk. And he wanted to do this little kind of regional thing, maybe do a few copies here and there. And, you know, I said, no, let's take this bigger. And we wound up taking this international, actually, because we were distributed in 25 foreign countries all over the United States. And it just, I hit a home run with a couple of things that we did with this on Good Morning America, Today Show, New York Times, and tremendous amount of media. And my background in publishing sort of allowed me to do this because we concentrate in, you know, all different aspects and a lot of advertising, sales, and marketing. So... That's yeah. basically how I got into it. I was lucky. Well, your your Boston Terrier Gracer has always been right there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jorge, the shy one on the show here, you come from uh, Argentina. And Correct. you've always been breeding and showing dogs. I mean, you really, you can take a fugly, ugly dog and make them look fabulous. Talk a little bit about maybe something surprising people didn't know about one of your early jobs. Well, I started in the hotel business. My father was a secretary of tourism of Argentina, and I started there. So being around crazy people, it was just like (laughs) everyday job. I moved to New York, and I was like, okay, since I started breeding and showing dogs when I was 11 years old, I just turned my hobby into a profession. I was like, okay, I can't speak English, or I deliver pizza, or I start grooming dogs. So Yeah, there you go. There I go. And and it has been like a great 20 years. Like Animal Planet turned my big mouth into like a big voice that allowed me to... Wait a minute, I got to hear that again. Animal Planet turns your big mouth into a big voice. There's the best line Exactly. But, uh, you know, so allow me to, after the show, to really start giving back to to the dogs, working with shelters and educating on low-income families. I always say brush, brush, brush is the best way to early detection of any skin issues, scratches, bumps, and early detection of any issue, it means cheaper vet bills. So I start going to, you know, low-income families because not being able to afford vet bills is one of the reasons that a lot of families have to surrender their dogs to shelter. It's not because they don't love them, it's because they didn't know how to early identify an ear infection and it got so escalated that they couldn't afford the bill. So I, I spent a lot of time going to Spanish Harlem. I create my own educational program with the help of a city council, Melissa Marviverito in Spanish Harlem. And mm-hmm. that's what we do. Education, education, education. Because every dog deserves to be beautiful and deserves a chance to be you know, well taken care of. I give you a big pause up for that, Jorge, because you hit something very, very important. Simple things like practicing good grooming habits on your pet. You're able to find things early when it's a lot less expensive at the vet. Exactly. A little scratch, a little bump. Everything, you when you know how to properly brush your dog from nose to tail, you will have eye contact with every inch of their skin. So nothing is going to be missed. And a lot of of these little issues can be treated at home with a little peroxide, with a little neosporin. So, you know, when we learn what's happened early, knowledge is power. And when, you know, more we know, more money we save. That sounds great. And we're going to learn more about a great show that these guys are involved in. It's called the Pre-Westminster Fashion Show. Yes, P-R-E. 
We all know about the Westminster Show. It's coming up again with host David Fry. And that's where it's the best in show for all the, I can't remember how many breeds there are, over 180 or something. 80 something. And you know, it's fabulous. And it's not a coincidence that the world most fashionable dog weekend is always around Valentine's Day. And, oh, I think know, that's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yes, New York becomes the world capital of dog fashion. It's, you know, <laughs> not only is the only show, dog show in the world that is only limited to dogs that they have earned their American championship, but you have all these fabulous events surrounded that event, like the pre-Westminster fashion show, where people who doesn't have show dogs jump into the fashion world and really help other other dogs and talk about adoption and and all those you know super causes that we all love well i think this is great timing we're going to learn more about the pre-westminster fashion show after we pay for this show by taking a commercial break so everybody sit and stay we'll be right back time for a walk on the red carpet of course all behave will be back in a flash right after these messages Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Steven Mulan, the dog whisperer from the National Geographic Channel, and you're listening to All Behave on Pet Life Radio with Harden Moore. Okay, good, Caesar. Good boy. <laughs> I'm wagging my tail. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're talking about doggy fashion and for a good cause. I want all of you people within distance to head to the pre-Westminster Fashion Show. It's February 10th at the Hotel Pennsylvania in New York City. It is the event of the season. You're going to see some amazing runway fashion shows by the one and only Ada Nieves. There's just a ton of things going to be happening. And the best thing is it costs just $25 and the money's going to benefit a very worthy charity. We're talking the Animal Care and Control of New York City. I want you all to dash over to nycacc.org because these are the hardworking uh, group that really brings permanent homes for dogs and cats all over the planet. And spearheading this show is the one and only Greg Oler with Ada. And Jorge's had lots of roles in this. But Greg, tell us some stuff about this event. Why should we go or how can we support it? We really want to learn more. Well, we've always, you know, Ada and I have talked about this for a while, even back when we got, when a lady came to us to do the show. That's back in, I guess it was the end of 04. It was the idea, you know, for me at least at the time was it sort of kicks off Westminster weekend. Right. And to do in a very good way, too. <laughs> yeah. And you do something, you, we've always attached an animal shelter to it. I happen to be on the National Advisory Board of North Shore Animal League America. And uh-huh. so we've had them in one year. We had Sean Casey Animal Rescue, and we've had you know numerous others. So it's you attach that because everyone, especially you know in New York, but what's happened since then is that we've we sold tickets to people from Paris, from Barcelona, 
We've got people, some people coming in from Japan. We've got people coming from all over the United States. It's not just a New York City crowd anymore. And it's really kind of surprised us a little bit where ticket sales are coming from. First and foremost, you know, you take someone as magnificent as Ada and get her creativity on the runway and what she you know, brings to it. That in itself is worthy just to come to it. You then take the shelter aspect of it so everyone can come. A portion of the ticket sales goes towards the animal shelter. And then what we do is we bring, like this year, we've got our sponsors, our Natural Balance Pet Foods. We've got Pets Life. We've got Caesars Way Magazine, which, as you already know, I'm publisher of. But then you've got you know, all those things, the power of these larger companies. Everyone starts promoting the event, and which allows the shelter that, you know, for each year that we do it with, you know, we do other things where silent auction gifts and prizes. People donate money. I mean, last year, I think we raised about $10,000. And nice. this year, we think we're going, to be, we're going to be well over that. Maybe this year we can you know, generate fifteen or $20,000 mm-hmm. that's in cash and donations because you know, one thing that you, the little side things here is that shelters need food for the dogs. And yep. last year we had Natural Balance donated, I think it was about 800 cans of wet food that was delivered mm-hmm. to Sean Casey Animal Rescue. You know how many dogs that feeds? Folks, you guys know Natural Balance. Dick Van Patten, remember eight is enough? And I saw him on the left coast on New Year's Day. They were on the world's largest float that had dogs surfing in it on New Year's Day for the Rose Bowl Parade. My dogs, Chipper and Cleo, are part of a surfing group. And there was Tillman surfing in a big enclosed water tank with Dick Van Patten waving to the crowd. So he's all over the country when it comes to benefiting good causes, right, Greg? Well, you know, let me throw in one other thing is that I guess I can say it now about an award. Ada, do I have your permission? Yes, yes, okay. 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 We have Dick Van Patten's Natural Balance Pet Food is getting the 2012 Pre-Westminster Humanitarian Award this year. Mm-hmm. And it specifically is going to them for their National Guide Dog Month program for the work that they do for to help the visually impaired or blind people. It's I think nice. a service dog in that realm, average cost to train a dog for that is about $40,000 a dog. And wow. amazing, and I mean amazing program that, um, and they're getting an award for it, well-deserved. Okay, and Ada, let's hear you. What's something you really want people to know about the upcoming pre-Westminster show? Well, I want everybody to know that um, the event is going to be really fun. We work very hard throughout the year. First of all, taking notes from the dogs and people around the dog community that are involved so we can give them prizes. The whole theme this year is a Venetian masquerade party theme. Okay. <laughs> so everyone, humans and dogs, will come with masks. Oh, so nice. Has, yeah, so it's really fun. Gonna I can just see it now. Are you really a chihuahua, but you look like you're dressed up as a Rottweiler? What is that? <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I did found a mask as a chihuahua, so everybody's going to know who I am oh. <laughs> right in the front. <laughs> that sounds good. Hey, uh, let's hey, don't hey. forget that uh, I think the Pray With Mr. Fashion Show is probably the biggest like red carpet for pet owners and their dogs. You know, yeah, it's like city, a yes. uh-huh. red carpet. It's like amazing. You have like a line. I love to take my last year or the year before. I have like a fabulous picture with my dog Tito on the red carpet. It's just like fabulous. We have, and I can tell you one of them, but the others I'm not going to get into yet. Uh, we've got four, possibly five film crews filming the event this year. 
And one of them is for, uh, they're shooting a scissor reel for a pilot, which is going to, we think right now, the title possibly is going to be the Prince of Pets. And we're lucky enough to have uh, the Prince Lorenzo Borghese from Royal Treatment, telling, you know, spa line. He's the official spa line of the pre-Westminster fashion show. And we are filming this for a potential pilot. So there's so much going on with this show that, and then we've got some other people that we'll be filming too. We've already got about 30 photographers that have said yes, and we still have three weeks before the show. So th- uh-huh. this is going to be the biggest show we've ever had. And last year we yeah. had about 700 people. You know, if all goes well with ticket sales and everything else, we expect to have total maybe, you know, eight or 900 people this year. Now, the people can go to, let's get the right website. I've got prewestminsterfashionshow.com. Is that correct? There's a hyphen between pre and west. Okay, so pre-Westminster Fashion Show. I want everybody to dash over there after the show. If you can't come in person, do your part, make a donation. Let's help out the really, really great animal care and control of New York City. And whether you can make it or not, Jorge, you were talking a little bit about fashion. Can you share a couple of inside grooming secrets for all of us listeners, especially in the winter, make our dogs' coats look the best? Well, remember that in the winter, our apartments get hot and dry. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the main reasons the dog's skin will start getting itchy because dogs don't sweat through their skin. They only sweat through their tongue and their paws. So it is very important to keep their coat moisturized. In the winter, we should use shampoos that they have more oatmeal in it or honey because their hair needs to be extra moisturized. Another tip is on a little spray bottle, you mix water with a little bit of leave-on conditioner or just a couple drops of conditioner and spray and mist the dog before you brush it because the hair is elastic. So when you mist it, it gets much easier to get fluffy. And remember, their coat is their own sweater. But in order to be effective, to protect them from the heat, and from the cold is to be properly brushed because if you let your dog get matted, then that is going to retain water and humidity and it's going to have the opposite effect. So a well-brushed dog is not only a pretty dog, but it's a much happier dog. So brush, brush, brush. I've got a golden retriever husky mix. Can we say vacuum cleaner? And also exactly. a uh, little 12-pound mystery mutt that's got Bichon, Terrier, Poodle, and we did the DNA. And Cleo somehow has a little dash of Basset Hound. So I have definitely two different dogs with two different coats. But I love it when my friends say, wow, your dog's coats look so nice. I brush my dogs, and I think they kind of dig it. You know, I get to be their little personal masseuse, don't you think? Totally. And Ada can tell us that even chihuahuas that have short hair, they will leave a little nest of hair because they still scent. So brushing not only will keep the dead hair out, but will strengthen the hair follicles. So we'll actually Mm -hmm. make the dogs shed less. So even a a little chihuahua or a short-haired dog, (laughs) when you brush them, you activate the circulation of the skin and you make those hair follicles stronger and so your dog is going to be shinier and it's going to shed less. And that's, you know, I'm a groomer. So for me, hair is just a condiment <laughs> on my everyday meal. But, you know, some people does have some issues with hair around. So, you know, brushing, misting the dogs. And let's remember that now in New York, 
it's you know it's winter and not every building use pet friendly salt so it's very important that we don't just use a wipe on our dog's paws but we really add extra water on the wipe or on the paper towel because you don't want to use it as a dry rub like you're rubbing no. a piece of meat mm -hmm. so to remove the salt you need to be sure that you really moist the paw and carefully remove it otherwise it's going it could become a very tasty but dangerous treat for your dog once he gets home. So yeah, you want to be careful. And yes. Ada, any tips for all the Chihuahua pals out there? I got to tell you, I got a cousin named Bear Man who is a Chihuahua okay. Pomeranian mix. He belongs to a great <laughs> friend of mine, Delenn, and we take turns pet sitting for our pets when one of us is traveling. So little Bear Man comes visits Chipper, Cleo, Murphy, and Ziki. We are family. <laughs> And he's got that little puff with the Pomeranian, but he's got the long, lean legs of a Chihuahua. Those are runway legs. Oh, I call, him, I call them pencil <laughs> legs, and I call them the caramel bullet. Because when he <laughs> runs, he's got little caramel eyebrows and dark brown coat. He looks like a caramel bullet. I'll have to tell Delin, Bear Man's got runway legs, right? <laughs> yep, yeah, but listen, the first step, like, you know, you take them to a groomer like Jorge, okay? He's right. the best in mm -hmm. the city. So you take them to Jorge, he does the brushing, then the whole grooming thing. And after that, you then you bring them to me, and then okay. that's where I bring them up. And the chihuahuas specifically, since you're talking about them, they don't have a long coat. So the weather in the eastern region is kind of hard for them. Therefore, mm -hmm. they need a little help, and that's where we come. We dress them up. So it's not just a shallow thing to dress the dog because we, you know, we just want them as what is called accessories. It's just that we do it in a fun way. We help the dog to stay a little warmer because mm -hmm. of the climate, but, uh, and then, you know, we just express our personalities through our dogs and it's something just fun to do. Why not? And remember one thing, the fact that your dog might don't like to wear a coat doesn't mean that he doesn't need it. So... You need mm. to remember, if it's 20 degrees outside and your dog is a little, oh, he doesn't want to wear a jacket, he might still need it. So you need to be careful and regulate the time that he is outside. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. And hey, folks, Ada's dogs, her canine pet posse, I love these names, Margarita, Tabasco, yes. and yes. Uh, a Mojito, mm. they were uh, Mojito? on a cover of some darn magazine called Glamour Magazine. So um, this lady knows fashion, Jorge really knows grooming, and Greg Oler really knows publishing. I mean, this is a triple treat to have all three of you guys on the show. Greg, I mean, have you learned any fashion tips from Ada? <laughs> uh, absolutely. None that I've tried doing myself, of course. But um, now I've, listen, I've had the honor of knowing Ada for a bunch of years, and I've seen, I remember the first time that I just, I got a really true glimpse into Ada's world. I was executive director of PetStyle, like broadband TV for the internet, and we created this massive site, and I wanted to do something kind of fun, and, and that's when I saw Ada with the Oscar outfits. And, yep. and I, was, I was just mesmerized by this, <laughs> and we wound up doing something really special on PetStyle. Maybe right. 06 or 07, I forget when it was. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I've been doing the Oscars since then. And every uh -huh. year I donate the outfits. At the end of the season, then I come and donate the outfits to a particular shelter. And this year we send them to National Antioch Shelter in California. They dress up their dogs in there with the Oscar gowns. They were adopted immediately. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. nice. Hey, yeah. Jorge, I have somebody that we have in common. I'm now an editor at VetStreet.com, and my boss, Susan Segris, has had you take care of her pug, I guess. Oh, yes, 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 yes. She thought you did a great job, so I just wanted to <laughs> let you know uh, your talents are going all over the place now. Oh, I love pugs, and they shed a lot. You think, oh, what is to do with a pug? Believe me, nails, every dog needs their nails. You don't want them walking. You know, the nails are connected to the whole spine, so if they cannot step right on their feet, they're going to have back problems very early. Now, how do you deal with pugs, you know, and other dogs that have all those wrinkles to keep them from uh, not having any kind of stinky smell in their coat? Keeping it clean, you know, using wipes that they have some antibacterial, because what we need to do is we need to be sure that every spot on their dog, even if it's ears, even if it's like around their eyes or the falls, is not friendly to bacteria. So we need to use products that they have a little boric acid on it or like pet products that they will actually change the pH of that humidity around. Another tip is every time you wash your dog or your dog swing or your dog gets wet for the rain, put a couple of drops of ear cleaner after because that solution will change the pH of the humidity inside the ear so the bacteria won't grow. Oh, good tip. Yeah, because Chipper and Cleo go surfing. I need to be doing that, right? Uh-huh. It's not only before you bathe them. It's always after. They get wet, either with, uh, you know, rain. Just put one or two drops on it each ear, and that will change the pH, and the bacteria won't grow. Okay, well, we're heading down the home stretch. So, Greg, wrap this up and tell us again how we can learn more about the pre-Westminster show and how people can help and contribute to the animal care and control of New York City. You know, first and foremost, they can go on our website, which is you know, pre-WestminsterFashionShow.com, and there's a hyphen between pre and Westminster. So it's pre-WestminsterFashionShow.com. Okay. And we've got a lot of our information on the show, information from last year's show. And, you know, and one of the things that we're doing this year, and this is why you know, I, I think we're getting a tremendous amount of media coverage already, and we still have a long ways to go, is that Ada's come up with a sort of Venetian theme this year. So it, it's got this whole sort of mysterious... A uh, Venetian masquerade theme, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we're doing yep, a dog yep. wedding ag- again, and then there's a best dressed in show contest. We're crowning a king and queen, you know, there, and there's a ton more. There's music, we've got dancing, there's a cash bar, we've got tables upon tables of complimentary food. We've got a huge runway, and uh, there's a big green room, and that's where everyone gets dressed, and that's where a lot of the filming is going to be taking place, and obviously the runway. And we have one of the things that is one of these little sort of hidden jewels is that we put together 500 VIP gift bags. Our advertisers and people that, you know, uh, send Mm -hmm. product, we get anywhere between six and 700 boxes of product that we put in these really big gift bags. And the gift bags are these really big ones donated by Dick Van Patten's Natural Balance Pet Foods. Last year, they were valued at about $300 each with all the products in them. And mm-hmm. it's gotten to be so big, we need 15 volunteers working all day just to put the uh, uh, VIP gift bags together. That um, is so great. Yeah, and that if, is and so if, great. If, if anyone needs a phone number, they can call my number, which is 203-595-5452. Say that one more time. It's radio. 203-595-5452. All right. Thank you so much. Our guests today have been Greg Oler. He is CEO and president of Oler Media also publisher of Caesar's Way, 
Magazine. We have Ada Nieves. Oh my gosh, you got to go to it's easy. Ada A D A N I E V E S dot com. I love it when it's easy. Yep. A certified yep. pet fashion designer, animal talent manager, pet stylist. She and her pet posse were just on the David Letterman show. And last but <laughs> certainly not least, we have the very awesome reaching out to the community, Jorge Bendersky. Did I do it right? Yes. He is the awesome groomer. You've seen him on Animal Planet's Groomer Has It. He does judging for grooming. He reaches into the community for people in the inner city to bring out the best in their pets so that they can keep them forever and not be waylaid by huge vet bills. Jorge, yours is easy, too. It's J-O-R-G-E, B as in boy, E, N as in Nancy, D as in dog, E-R-S-K-Y. Your name, Jorge Bandarski.com. Or you can go to just one that is more humble, that is planetjorge.com. Oh, pardon me. Planet Jorge. <laughs> I like it. I, I love that. Somebody has to start with the planet. Because it's a site that's out of this world. Oh, exactly. my gosh. All right, everybody, we know the deal. Pre-Westminster Fashion Show. February. Stage dog moms, go. That's right. That's right. We're going to help people in a very fashionable way. And I'm so glad that all three of you have been guests on my show. I hope it's better than going to the dentist. What do you think, Greg? Absolutely. All right. Guys, <laughs> we'll have to have you back on some other time. Would you like that? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, Jorge, did I scare you away? Or are you okay? <laughs> oh, no. Anytime. Okay, Ada, right. you still pals? I'm here. I'm here. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. You guys are the bestest. All right. So at this time, I want to thank again Ada, Greg, and Jorge. And my producer, Mark Winter, he makes this show happen each and every week. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Obehave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's Obehave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com.